Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon coming at you with a breaking edition of the podcast as four-star tight end Trey Des Green just announced his commitment to LSU. This is huge news for the Tigers landing a top 75 overall prospect on the on three industry ranking and one that is right up the road from LSU at East East Feliciana High School. He's the consensus number three player or a, a top three player in Louisiana, a top 10 tight end. Uh, Shay, this is a massive pickup for LSU. They land his commitment over Alabama, Tennessee, Texas A&M, and Miami. Yeah, Green made his announcement uh, on Wednesday afternoon. And really, we had had our on three RPM picks in here for a while, Billy. We felt good about LSU's chances, Matt McMahon and the basketball staff. Uh, also getting uh, a verbal pledge. Uh, now that football scholarship will override a basketball scholarship. He only gets one, but uh, we'll have a chance to join the basketball team if he still wants to do so. He's a standout guy uh, on the court at East Feliciana. Six foot and a half, 220 pounds. He's one of the biggest in that tight end prospects in this class. And the uh, what, number three tight end in the country? It's this is what you wanted when you wanted to start knocking down big players at positions of need in a Brian Kelly offense and a Mike Denbrock offense. Tight end is a very important position. We saw them a year ago in last December. They signed, what, three high school tight ends, Mac Markway, Jackson McGohan, and then the big fish that they flip in the end in Camorian Pimpton, who becomes one of the top five tight ends in the country. Now you could bring in a guy like Trey Des Green, who is obviously one of um, the more intriguing tight ends out there, not only uh, his ranking, but also what he's able to do on the court and the football field. But added to Tavion Galloway, the tight end room is now, if you're holding on to these two, or at least taking two in this class, you've got five guys in two years. Now, look, people hit the transfer portal. We we know guys get injured, all of that. But you've gone a very long way into kind of taking a tight, taking a room that I considered a year ago to be the least shallow room on the roster because all they had was Mason Taylor and Cole Taylor. Fast forward to now, all they've got is Mason Taylor. They bring in three high school guys. They didn't get anybody from the transfer portal. So still a relatively young position, but boy, between last year's class and then what this year's class is becoming, Billy, Mike Denbrock and the staff have done a very, very solid job of beefing up the tight end room with uh, guys who, and to be honest, all bring a little bit different to the table. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at Kamorian Pimpton with his size coming in at 6'6", and that incredible wingspan, and now you have a guy at almost 6'6", and trade as green. Um, a guy that held uh, holds an LSU basketball offer from Matt McMahon and his staff, who assisted here as well, recruiting him, letting him know that, look, you have an opportunity to play uh, basketball. You know, when, when football season's over, he's going to be on a football scholarship. So obviously that'll take precedence, but uh, this is a big, big commitment for LSU. He's a really quiet young man. He does not do many interviews, um, and he has kept his recruitment close to the vest. But I'll say this. Uh, we've quietly heard that he's been on campus, I mean, all the time over the course of this spring. And that was when it was kind of apparent that LSU was pulling way ahead in this one, which is which is critical, obviously, in landing his commitment. Um, and, and, you know, we've seen it now, but to see a young man who's so quiet, sometimes those quiet kids that are in the state, it sometimes doesn't go the way you want it to because they're trying to 
you know, maybe just get out and, and go on with their life. But Trey Des Green, just a quiet young man who just visited LSU probably seven times this spring already, just popping over with his family whenever, catching spring practice. Um, this is a huge addition for LSU uh, to continue to make that statement in Louisiana as well. Uh, and at a position that of what I would call now used to be need in a sense um, in the tight end room. And they've addressed it well and, and, you know, done their homework on, on trade as green. They uh, he's a guy that, you know, you, you sometimes watch him and he's so big, he's um, got such a big frame out there and he plays receiver for the most part at East Feliciana. Sometimes it, it looks like he's just kind of moving in slow motion, but he has a ton of upside uh, and is a guy that if it all comes together is going to be, you know, a, a day one, day two type draft pick if it, if it all comes together. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And look, Brian Kelly's got a long track record of knowing how to produce tight ends and what they should look like. So um, I'm excited because Mason Taylor looks great in year one about what guys like Pimpton, what guys like Trey, Trey, um, Trey as Green could look like. I'll also note on Green, he had a fine, I mean, Bama, Tennessee, A&M, Miami, there were teams all over that were recruiting him. And we get into this era of NIL and um, you know, other schools trying to come into Louisiana during a transition from one regime to the next. And a lot of guys got away last year. I think that the hires Brian Kelly has made, and remember Frank Wilson's back on the staff now. He's a guy who's done it multiple times at LSU and has risen up the ranks. And now once again, as an associate head coach, but a recruiting coordinator at times, and then the running backs coach across all those years, he knows what to do in Louisiana. He's a Louisiana native. He knows all these high schools. And I think him coupled with everyone else, look, I want the personnel side, the rest of the staff, they've got multiple Louisiana natives on the staff. A guy like Joe Sloan has been in Louisiana 10 years. We talked about this earlier on the podcast on Monday, but for the first time in a long time, they've got a chance to land all 10 of the top recruits in Louisiana. They've got offers out to all 10 of the guys in the on three rankings for Louisiana and they typically take 11, 12 guys, maybe more from Louisiana each cycle, but it's not always the whole top 10. And there were many podcasts over the years, Billy, back in the day where we would be talking about Bama taking the top players out. We were talking about them losing a guy to this school or that school or not offering the number seven player in the state. And he goes to TCU and he ends up having a good career. All of these narratives were real and we've talked about them over time. They dropped a big domino a week ago with Deshaun McBride or this past Saturday. They already had a couple of other top 10 guys committed in Collage Cobbins and Ahmad Bro. Jawan Johnson decommits from Colorado this week. We put our on three RPM picks back on LSU there. He's another top 10 player in the state. Now you've knocked down the trade as green domino. He's the number three player in the state on on three, number two on the on three industry rankings. All of these guys in the top 10 have offers from everybody. And they could very well end up at out-of-state schools. We saw Juwan Johnson already commit to Colorado with the Coach Prime effect. They've done a good job this cycle. None of these guys have committed anywhere else. All of them are giving LSU a very real look. And 
I can glance through the on three RPM right now and LSU either has a commitment or is trending as the team to beat for all 10 guys in the top 10. So you said it earlier this week on the pod, there's a chance, doesn't mean it'll happen, but there's a chance that if all the dominoes fall right for both LSU and these kids in terms of how things play out, that all 10 of those guys could be in the class. Yeah. And I mean, for LSU, that's, that's what you want. You know, when you, you have these, this type of talent in Louisiana and it's attainable to get, um, you know, we talked about it before last year, wasn't, you know, going to roll LSU's way um, pretty much regardless of who the coach was. So uh, this year it's very much different and they have that big opportunity ahead of them to potentially, you know, seal that top 10 and, Uh, That would be huge. Uh, Again, they talk about, you know, logging down the state of Louisiana and to get a top five class, you've got to recruit Louisiana well. And that means getting guys like Trey Des Green, Uh, you know, also trying to get into that top five class range. You've got to go out of state here and there and get some of the top prospects on your board. And uh, those guys are elite prospects. We've talked about Colin Simmons, Draylon Miller, other guys like that. But Che, you know, the tight end room has been addressed in a big way over the past two cycles. They had one of the best tight ends in the country on campus for the spring game and a guy that LSU offered this spring and on three has him as the nation's number three tight end. He's a top 50 prospect out of Carrollton, Georgia. That's Caleb Odom. LSU fans, you have probably a couple on our board already asking, what does this mean for Caleb Odom? What say you? I know we're on the same page on this. Yeah, they're not going to stop recruiting him. And in fact, look, LSU is trending to land trade as green. And before Caleb Odom even stepped on campus this weekend, trade as green had announced he was announcing his decision next Wednesday. LSU, if they're the team to get him, knows very know, well knows that they're going to get him. They also know they have Tavian Galloway committed. That's two tight ends. They know that they signed three high school tight ends in December. They know they have a young tight end going into his second year in Mason Taylor. That's not going to stop them from recruiting Caleb Odom. He's too good. He's a top 50 prospect on on three. They not only rolled out red carpet, they had him hanging out with Joe Burrow and those guys on Friday night, Billy, at uh, a dinner in Tiger Stadium, a private dinner for the recruits. They also had him then get offered by the the basketball staff, offered him, and it's Caleb Odom's first basketball offer, and he's a guy who's not really even talked up, wanting to maybe even walk on to basketball or try his hand at basketball in college. But LSU's rolling out the red carpet and doing things like that. That tells me they are not slowing down. And then, Billy, when we've talked to sources about this, Hey, if Trey Des Green ends up at LSU, hey, if Galloway's already in the class, what does that mean for Caleb Odom? The response is quick, nothing. They are going to continue to recruit Caleb Odom hard. Now, do they get him? I don't know. But I do think he's one of the – they are on his school, like kind of a list of schools uh, that he's kind of really interested in uh, as he begins to set up official visits for the summer months. Yeah, and, I mean, for him, I think he's somebody that has kind of quietly gone about his recruitment Uh, He's been to Georgia. He's been to Ole Miss. He's been to Tennessee. He's kind of been all over. Um, He's been at Alabama as well. That's a program that's really circling him, trying to get him out of the state. I will say his 2026 teammate and quarterback, uh, you know, you've got Juju Lewis. Probably if they had to do rankings right now, he'd probably be the number one quarterback in the country is is my guess, just with how highly touted he is. Um, And Caleb Odom, does have a top 12 um, to give you guys an idea. Colorado, Georgia, Georgia Tech, LSU, Miami, Michigan, Ole Miss, Penn State, Tennessee, Texas A&M, and Virginia Tech, as well as Alabama in there. 
Uh, so this is a guy that probably is going to set some official visits here soon and then maybe make that decision uh, in the summer months. He's mentioned late July, um, and he's going to take some of those official visits and then go from there. Here's one thing I love about Camorian Pimpton, who's my favorite tight end they signed this past cycle, uh, and then Trades Green, who will quickly become uh, one of my favorite sort of high ceiling guys. Um, look, Billy, a year ago, or as a sophomore, he had caught like 300 yards uh, on the season. So it wasn't anything. It was like, hey, you're starting to play high school football. You're going to be a tight end long term. You're playing some receiver right now. This past year, as the focus became more on becoming a well-rounded player so that you can be a tight end in college, he goes over 800 yards and double-digit touchdowns. If he's 1,000 yards receiving a double-digit touchdown guy as a senior, he's right on par with a lot of these guys who come out every cycle as the top few tight ends in the country. But what I like, I'll go back to what I'm saying, Camorian Pimpton, Caleb Odom, and now you look at Tradez Green, all of those guys are 6'6", every single one of them. I think Pimpton's listed at 6'6", Odom at 6'6", Tradez Green 6'5 and a half is what we have officially listed him at. But you see him and you would say that's a huge, huge dude. These are multi-sport guys, basketball guys. Camorian Pimpton has some of the best discus stuff in the state of Texas this offseason, which doesn't normally happen if you're not a defensive lineman or a big offensive lineman. You rarely see guys with his wingspan as a big tight end throwing the discus like he does. These are really athletic, really big guys. And I like that for what you can do in an offense. Yeah, I do too. It's going to be exciting. The future tight end for LSU is bright. Uh, We are going to continue to cover Trade as Green's commitment and what it means for LSU. So be sure to subscribe to TheBengalTiger.com. Just giving you guys a quick reaction of what this means with this podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back again with another edition. So stay tuned by subscribing to our YouTube channel and subscribe to TheBengalTiger.com for much more on LSU recruiting and what's next for the Tigers in 2024. So for Shea Dixon, I'm Billy Ambody. Thanks for listening to this edition, and we will catch you guys next time.